Welcome back, guys, to the Metro Podcast. Um, today, I got my good buddy Will back on. Um, we're actually going to change it up a little bit. We're, uh, we've actually decided that we're going to uh, move forward and we're going to do this together now. So, uh, uh, guys, welcome, Will. Will, if you want to, uh, tell people about yourself a little bit. All right. Well, first of all, thanks for having me back on, man. And, uh, Absolutely. Looking, looking forward to where this endeavor takes both of us. But uh, yeah, my name is Will. I'm from uh, Baltimore County here in Maryland. Uh, grew up just like a huge sports fan. Uh, always played sports too growing up. And it's been one of my favorite hobbies and favorite things to do for pretty much my entire life. And I figure what better way than to share that with everybody than by getting on this podcast with you, man. Absolutely, dude. I'm happy to have you. I think it's going to be a good time to be able to do it. We're going to at least try to do one once a week. I know uh, with sports not going on right now because of coronavirus, it's going to take a little bit of time to get back into full rhythm with sports. But once sports really start rolling around again, we'll probably do more than once a week. But for now, we're going to try to shoot for once a week. I know when I started this, I said I was going to start doing once a week and it uh, kind of slipped up a little bit. I only did one. I only literally only did one in, uh, in June so far, but uh, that's about to change. We're definitely going to keep this going for sure. But uh, so yeah, for this week um, we wanted to dive in to the NFL again. And uh, probably one of the biggest things that's happened in the past, uh, in the past week or two is Cam Newton. Um, it's been a big rumor for a while, but Cam Newton has been a free agent. The Panthers caught him back, I believe it was either in February or March. Um, and he has signed with the New England Patriots. Now, the interesting thing about it is, is Cam Newton is a former MVP. Um, I remember my uh, in high school, I think it was like 2015. Um, Cam Newton had one of the best seasons I've seen from a quarterback in uh, my lifetime. Just I loved watching Cam that year. They lost to the Broncos in the Super Bowl. But uh, I'm excited to see what Cam's going to be able to do in New England. Um, he's got a $1.75 million contract for one year, which is the interesting part about it because a guy like him that's been an MVP in the, pack, in the past that is not getting that money that Patrick Mahomes is about to get, I know he's got to prove himself and stuff, and he's only got only $550,000 guaranteed. I saw uh, Richard Sherman talked about that. He thought that was very disrespectful, but, I mean, I don't know, man. What do you think about that? Yeah, man, have you seen the list of quarterbacks around the NFL that are guaranteed to make more money than him this year? I have not, no. I mean, if you want to talk about it a little. Kind of astounding. Nathan Peterman will make more guaranteed money this year <laughs> than Cam Newton. Wow. And, uh, yeah, if you don't know who Nathan Peterman is, he probably uh, had more interceptions than completions with Buffalo a year or two ago. I think he's with Oakland now, right? Uh, yeah, I do. I think he's like the third or fourth string quarterback. <laughs> yeah, that's that's ridiculous. Um, I mean, I know Cam, he's had that, soul, uh, that shoulder injury for a long time. I know uh, when they played the Steelers like two years ago um, – he already had some problems with it um, because he's a guy that doesn't like to go down. He likes to hit anyone, which is awesome. That's what's fun about watching him. But uh, I remember when they were playing the Steelers like two years ago, T.J. Watt came around the line and hit him pretty good, and that's kind of the start of the shoulder injury that got worse. But, I mean, the stuff I see on Instagram, dude, like all he's posting all these videos all the time. I don't know if you follow him. Like he really is uh, 
working hard. He looks like he's in good shape. Uh, I mean, he's been saying that his shoulder's healthy. He's talking about it a lot. Um, I'm excited to see what Cam's going to do. You know, it was kind of nice to think, wow, Tom Brady is finally now on the Patriots and we can watch uh, the Pats maybe go 4-12 and or worse this year, which I know we'd love to see since they've been in uh, the Steelers and the Ravens' way for a long time. But uh, I don't know, man. I'm excited to see him in uh, New England with Belichick. What do you think? As am I. I think if anybody is going to revive Cam's career, it's going to be Bill. Right. I think Bill definitely possesses the ability to make just about anybody on his team a great player in the NFL. And that's just been something that I feel like nobody's been able to figure out in the past is just how does this man do it? And this season – we're finally going to get the answer to the question that I feel like everybody that's a fan of the NFL has been asking. And was it Bill or Tom? Right. Um, yeah, dude, I, I totally agree with that. I think uh, Belichick definitely is going to be the guy that can turn Cam's career around. I definitely agree with you about that. Um, I think it's just a lot of just a lot of proving for Cam, too. He's got to prove that he is one of these top quarterbacks in this league because – I mean, if you look at it, he didn't really get a fair chance. Like, like he didn't get that easy, uh, guaranteed starting job. It took him three or four months, and I think it's because of Corona. A lot of these guys, uh, a lot of these teams, because of Corona, they couldn't really see him work out. And I think that was probably the reason why it took so long for him to find a team. But, I mean, I don't know. New England wouldn't be signing him for no reason. So. Yeah, no, definitely. And I do – and, I mean, that's another thing. Like, he – isn't necessarily the guaranteed starter there week one. Right. That is actually something I wanted to get in, talk to you about a little bit. Um, so, yeah, do we think it's true that I know I've seen reports a little bit recently that Jared Stidham still apparently is the new uh, – well, he's still going to be the starter on the roster, on the depth chart so far, or, like, going forward right now. But, I mean, obviously training camp hasn't really started. They haven't really worked out against each other yet or together and compete for fun and – See so who's gonna get the job, but uh, I don't know, man. What do you what do you think about that? Uh, I mean, I think it's a little crazy in my head, but I have seen a lot of stuff that the Patriots absolutely love that guy, mm-hmm. and something about him is keeping them from a former NFL MVP quarterback, former first overall draft pick, former college national champions. Actually, both of them attended the same school, which is kind of weird also. Yeah, I did see that. And uh, Jared Stidham, one of his only, like, real games that he had in college that he played very well was against Alabama. I think they beat Alabama, too. And he had, like, two or three touchdowns. Um, but, yeah, dude, I, I mean, at the same time, it's like, who the hell is Jared Stidham? But, like, at the same time, you look at Tom Brady, man. Tom Brady in college was splitting series with – I don't even know who the quarterback was he was playing with back then. But yeah. they were splitting series in college, and he gra- drafted in the sixth round. No one knew who Tom Brady was going to be, and look what he turned out to be. So, like, you never know with Belichick, man. He obviously sees something in this kid. I so. mean, we've watched a lot of Tom Brady's past understudies go on to do big things or even in Matt Castle's case, do big things without a, in a Tom Brady was New England right. the year he went down and we won. Yeah, for sure. I, I, mean, I definitely agree with that. I think this is kind of one of those things where they're just kind of trying to make sure Cam is working hard. He's going to have a little bit of competition in camp and like before the season starts to so just make sure he's at his full potential. But 
I mean, I don't know, man. You never know what Jared Sidham's going to do. I know I talked about him in my first one that I did because it's very a very interesting situation, especially with New England. But I don't know, man. I uh, for my second um, for my second podcast, I put out the standings that I thought for each team was going to be, and obviously, I put it uh, the Patriots a little low. I think I I don't even remember what I had them at. It was like either four, twelve, or five and eleven, or six and ten, somewhere around that. But I mean. Cam's in the picture now. They got a good offensive line. Um, what they got Shaq Mason at left tackle or something like that. He's a pretty good tackle. They have a pretty good line. Um, I like Sony Michelle. I think he's a pretty good running back. He's going to evolve. They still got James White um, as a receiving back. And, I mean, they still got Edelman. Edelman's a hell of a receiver. They got uh, Muhammad Sanu, I believe, still. So, I don't know. And I'm, I'm very curious to see where David Njoku is going to go. I don't know if you saw that. He's, he's one out of uh, – Cleveland which was very shocking to me because I think he's so young and that people really haven't been able to see exactly what this kid's going to be able to do and I think he is going to be better than Austin Hooper I don't know what do you what do you think about that situation only reason I'm bringing that up is because I think the Patriots are going to grab him I I was kind of shocked to see all that I actually saw that today also and um I guess I think the Austin Hooper trade just really fired him up kind of made him feel like uh, Cleveland was going to move on from him. I right. felt I felt like Cleveland was going to use him as like a dual threat attack, and I don't know obviously their true intentions, but I mean, if Njoku wants out, I mean, it's shown in that in today's NFL world, they usually get out if that's really what it takes. Yeah, but I mean, said, yeah, absolutely. Um, for. Uh... For Ninjoku, I know I saw they were talking about reports. His agent was like very, very strong worded with what he was saying that he wants out of there before camp, like not in the middle of the season, not in the beginning before tramp, he, uh, camp. He wants to be there, be uh, be out of there before camp. And I really think, I mean, I don't, you never know, but like I really think that the Patriots are going to grab this guy because who do the, I don't even know who the Patriots even have at tight end now. Uh, Matt Lacoste. Oh, right, right, right. Odyssey probably only remember, know that name because of fantasy, but uh, <laughs> yeah, and I mean it's he's obviously not one of those household name tight ends that's gonna explode, right? Which I I don't know I I think the Browns what they were trying to do is they were trying to have more of a dual threat at tight end, but obviously he doesn't like that, so yeah, he wants out. But I Joku. I think the Falcons kind of lucked out a little bit because you're obviously a Ravens fan, and they got Hayden Hurst, and I think he's a lot cheap. Well, he's definitely a lot cheaper than Austin Hooper is, so I think they got a good steal out of that. But I look forward I to know. seeing. I look forward to seeing what Hayden does as the number one tight end on a team. Right, because obviously he, he's playing. He's playing on a good offense. I mean, I've always really liked Matt Ryan. Obviously, they got Julio still. Calvin Ridley is unbelievable in the slot. Um, and they just got Todd Gurley, too, so that'll be a yeah. really interesting offense this year for sure. Their defense is not very good, but their offense is great. But, um, okay, so I also wanted to get in a little bit with um, how do you th- – what like if you have to give – I'm going to say do you have to give uh, a projection of what you think the Pats are going to go and where do you think they're going to end up in the AFC East? And we can get into the AFC in a little bit, but, like, what do you think is going to happen in that AFC uh, AFC East division now? Uh, I mean, obviously, before the whole Cam signing, I anticipated Buffalo 
kind of handily taking over the AFC East without Tom Brady in the picture anymore. I 100% and, agree. And I think the I think the camp signing changes a lot right. because I mean the Patriots didn't really lose anybody. I mean they lost a couple guys on that defense like Kyle Van Noy obviously and some other people, but I mean they kept Stephon Gilmore, uh, defensive player of the year last year. They kept just about every piece of their offense except Tom Brady. So it's like a plug-and-play. If you can put another decent quarterback in there, then they should have no problem succeeding. And I would honestly project them now to win the AFC East with Cam Newton as their starting quarterback. Right. I agree. Um, I I mean, I agree and I don't agree. I think that obviously the Patriots are a lot more scary now since they got Cam. Plus, Cam's got to prove that he's still a quarterback in this league. Belichick's got to prove that he can do this without Tom Brady. There's a lot of proving going on. So, I think there's a lot of like a big chip on New England's shoulder with this. But uh, I don't know, man, dude. I really like uh, Buffalo. I think them getting Stefan Diggs was awesome. I think he's going to really help out with that receiving core. I like, I've always liked Cole Beasley. He's a nice guy in the slot. Um, they got a young tight end. I forget his name. A Dawson Knox. He's yeah, I, I really, I'm a really big fan of Dawson Knox. Yeah, I I think he's going to turn out to be a pretty good uh, tight end in this league too. But uh, I mean, I don't really know how well the Bills' offensive line is. But I mean, I think that Josh Allen can throw the ball 90 yards. He needs to work on his accuracy a little bit. I think he could be a really good quarterback in this league. Um, I think last year in the playoffs for the Bills, you kind of saw um, his lack of experience in the, the NFL when it came in that playoff game. I think they lost to the Texans. They were winning that game the whole game, I'm pretty sure, and they blew it at the end. Yeah. But uh, I don't know. I, I think this is a team that definitely has some proving to do. I think besides you guys in Baltimore, I think that they have probably the second best secondary in the league. Um, and they got a guy at middle linebacker. He's his brother actually plays for the Steelers. Uh, his name's Tremaine Edmonds. Um, he's a great middle linebacker. He's a really lengthy kind of guy, but he's quick and he's, I don't know. I really like him at middle linebacker. And I think they got a pretty good run defense too. So I don't know. I, it's going to be very interesting to see what happens. I definitely will put them at one and two. I think the Jets are going to be the worst team in the league this year. They have the worst receiving core. You know how it is with Rashad Perriman. He was the, probably the yeah. worst first-round pick the Ravens ever got. <laughs> and uh, I don't know. I just the, the Jets obviously aren't going to do anything. I think the Dolphins are in the right direction. They had a good offseason. But, uh, yeah, I mean – it's close, man. I think you got to be safe and take New England in this division, but I think the Bills can be right there with them for sure. Yeah, definitely. And like as what you were saying about New York, I like losing Robbie Anderson was probably losing the last like actually good piece of that puzzle. Mm-hmm. And like just going forward from there, that's another thing that surprises me with the transactions around the league. I have been very surprised to see how long it's taking Jamal Adams to find a new home. Yeah. Um, wait, is he? Is it guaranteed that he wants out? Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think it's like very, very out there now. Right. That's what I thought. And I, I know that I think like the team that's either most interested in him or the team he's most interested in is the Dallas Cowboys, which would be kind of cool. I mean, I'm not – I personally – I'm a Steelers fan. I've always grown up a Steelers fan. I don't really like the Cowboys. Um I just feel like that's how it always is for some reason. You everyone hates the Cowboys if you're not a Cowboys fan. Yeah. But uh I don't know. I, I could see him in it would be kinda cool to see him with that star in his helmet. You never know. 
Um, it's crazy too. Cause like, I don't know if this is a hundred percent true. I don't want to put false information out there, but I've seen stuff that it seems like Le'Veon's too, not too happy. He's been working out with all of the Steelers running backs recently in the past couple of weeks. I don't know if you've seen that, but, uh, he's been working out with all of them recently. So I don't I, I he's definitely not coming back to Pittsburgh. I don't believe that, but I don't know, man. It just seems like there's a lot of bad things going on. I, their uh, head coach kind of scares me a little bit. I don't really know if I believe in that guy. So. They haven't. Yeah. I saw something the other day. The Jets haven't even made it to the playoffs. I think it's been nine years or something yeah. like that. So, but yeah, I mean, if you want to talk a little about the Dolphins, we can too. Since uh, what, do you, what do you think about the two of Fitzpatrick situation? Uh, I'm so in a way, I kind of like it. Pat Brian Fitzpatrick's a veteran quarterback. He may not be the best of the best, but I mean, it's Fitzmagic, baby. Come on, like, <laughs> yeah, if. If Tua has – like, I don't expect Tua to start week one. I definitely expect that to be Ryan Fitzpatrick. I think they want somebody that has real NFL experience to, like, kind of mentor Tua into the NFL because I have never – I haven't really felt like he's ready for it. Neither do I. Just, like, seeing – watching him play in college, I just don't think he's going to make the transition super well. But right. I think with somebody to like mentor him and teach him and show him the like kind of just show him the ropes, even if it has to be a guy like Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think it would benefit him a lot. Yeah, I, I agree. And I don't really think um I think there's a good chance that Tua might not even play the first year. I mean, I you never know. If they start doing pretty bad and it's towards the end of the season they want to see what he can do, then yeah, but I think if they're is it gonna take him at least seven eight games maybe to play unless like they need him Fitzpatrick gets hurt in the first game or something crazy like that but uh I don't know man uh the Dolphins definitely got better they got uh I think his name is Brian Byron Maxwell right from the he was from the Cowboys he's like one of their best I, I don't know if that's his name but he's Byron they got Byron Jones Byron Jones I don't know where I'm coming up with Maxwell from but yeah Byron <laughs> Jones right um, I know he's been a very elite corner in this league, and I know they got a couple other good uh, free agents or yeah, the Dolphins. Like that. The Dolphins now have the most expensive secondary in the NFL. Wow. Who else did they get? I don't even remember, to be honest with you. Uh, well, I know they have Xavier Howard already on that other right. side. Mm-hmm. And with the addition of Byron Jones, they got Kyle Van Noy from the Patriots. Yeah. They definitely um, made a lot of additions. And they got Matt Breda now from San Fran, that running back. Right. I did see that. That's pretty good pickup for sure. And Jakeem Grant and Devontae Parker, I feel like, are definitely on the rise at receiver. Yeah. I think they're both – and Jakeem Grant is spectacular at returning and special teams play. Yeah. I've been seeing uh, route running stuff he's been doing, and it's it's pretty crazy. That kid could definitely be one of the next upcoming – good receivers in this league for sure but uh yeah i mean if uh so if you had to do like your rankings for how that division would go i would probably be safe and take new england and then go bills and then uh the dolphins and jets i'm sure there's probably something similar to that but what do you think yeah i I would definitely agree with where you put them and i would probably i would say the dolphins are capable of being an eight or nine win team i mean i think they have a t- more talent, obviously, than they did last year. Obviously, after that first game, week one, where the Ravens absolutely destroyed them. Yeah. A lot of people knew the Dolphins weren't going to be a very good team last year. But I I know they have had a great offseason, but I still don't think they've put the pieces together. Yeah, I mean, you never know. But I don't think they've put the pieces fully together. I would say 
they're probably gonna go like five and eleven, six and ten. That's yeah, my I mean, I, I see it like I definitely can see it meshing well. Like the pieces that they've added actually fitting together right. I know that doesn't happen very often in the NFL. Yeah. Where like people can just make the transition into new play styles and stuff immediately. And right. I mean with everything going on right now and them not getting much time in the like, in the work. I don't know. It's like it's definitely gonna make it harder for the transitions to be made. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you for sure. It all really depends on them putting the pieces together. But I mean, all right, um I I wanted to change this a little bit into another direction. A topic that we don't really want to discuss because it's gonna upset me very much and I'm sure it's gonna upset you too. But uh do you think there's a chance that the NFL uh season might not even happen this year or it might be shortened or I don't know, man. They could even push it to the spring or something because with going on with Corona, a lot of people are worried about that spiking a lot more than it ha- uh, or a lot more than it already has. Um, I don't know, man. What do, what do you think about the NFL season at all? Uh, I mean, I, there's obviously like still it still looms the chance that it doesn't happen. And I think these test runs that they're about to do, I mean, they're pretty much test runs with the NBA and the NHL and all these sports that are going to start back up at the end of this month and obviously very, very strange ways like the NBA solely playing in Orlando and only with 22 teams. Yeah. I mean, it's, it honestly is a shame that the NFL can't pull a Dana White with the UFC and just buy us an Island. Wait, I think I lost you for a second. Um, I don't know what just happened there, but, uh, I, yeah. Um, I mean, I agree with you for sure. Um, I was talking about uh, – I was actually talking to some people the other day about this. This is kind of a crazy thing. I saw uh, – I didn't really understand, honestly, how the Orlando situation was going to go, but it sounds like these guys are, like, basically, like, kind of in a quarantine thing where they're basically just playing basketball for a month and a half. They're not really doing anything else. I think they got guys basically waiting on them hand and foot so they're not outside doing their own thing and getting it and bringing it in because Florida right now is the worst state to be in in the country with this. Um, but yeah, so the thing that I like thought about, and I want, I want your opinion on this. Cause I know it's a pretty controversial thing, but like, what if the NFL teams did that? So this is, this was like my thing that I was like thinking, I know this is probably a long shot, but you never know. Um, what if say the NFL, what they do for each team in each city, they have a place for all of the away teams to come in. And, and maybe a hotel they rent out for six months that no one else can stay at besides the, the away teams that come in and give them some type of like place to where they can like go over film and do all that kind of stuff before the games on Sunday. And then in your home area, you basically have all the guys um, living in sort of kind of the same thing, but it's their hotel kind of thing where they would all be together all the time and they would never, and this sounds crazy, but like they wouldn't be going home to their families. They'd be staying at the facility all the time working. They would be either like hanging out with the team, just like team morale. Kind. It's kind of like how college football is a little bit where you're like away with the team all the time. Um, But basically you're just staying with the team and you're not around really anybody else. And the guys like basically even like the, the entire staff like I know that's kind of a long shot kind of thing but I don't know you never know just if those guys made it last for four or five months um 
where basically they would just not really, they wouldn't come home. They would just, all they would do is football. And I thought about it, like where it could be. Yes, that would be a good idea, especially if they want the season to actually happen. Um, but, uh, well, cause I mean, they're making so much money, all these game checks that they make or whatever. Um, they make so much money. I'm thinking, like, why not just sacrifice maybe four or five months of your life and maybe even six if your team's that good and you go that far? But uh, at the same time, think about it. Say one of the players, his wife is about to have a kid in November and he can't be there for it, that kind of stuff, where it's, like, important family stuff that they would have to miss. I don't know. I think it's a big sacrifice, but it should be worthy of taking because hopefully by this time next year there will be a vaccine and everything should at least be back to normal somewhat. I know life is going to take a long time for it to be fully back to normal, but uh, I don't know, man. What do you, what do you think about that? If you want to be completely against it, I totally understand, but I don't know. It's just kind of an idea I thought about the other night. I, I just think, like, as far as that goes, I think logistically it would be way too much to handle on a lot of people. Right. And, I mean, it's, like, obviously, I think it's really just going to have to be, like, a play-it-by-ear situation and like, see how these other sports go. Because, I mean, as of the past, oh, man, months at this point, the only sport that, like, has actually been able to take place has been the UFC and fighting, which is, like, it's all cool and all, but I need, like, I've been waiting for all these sports to start back up and everything has just kind of gone to crap. And, it, like, I think logistically your idea is a lot to handle, like, financially and, like, just going through all that. Yeah. And I think, like, just playing it by ear and seeing how these other sports go is going to be what really determines how everything works out. Because, I mean, if they can figure out how to do all this stuff in Orlando with the NBA, I'm sure they can figure something out for the NFL, though it is a lot more people. Right. Uh, yeah, I agree with you. I definitely think it could be a lot to do, especially it would take a lot of uh, figuring out kind of kind of stuff to do and money and like it would be a lot. And I don't know, I guess maybe it sucks for us fans, but I mean, I guess for one year, we're going to have to just kind of just be all right with this, I guess, where it might not be the same year that we thought like that we always see and love to see every year. But I don't know, man, it's it's crazy. I just I just hate how much this Corona stuff has messed up literally everyone's life in every types of different ways. It's crazy because every single person in the world is affected by this. But it's crazy, man. Um, I know I was looking a little bit in with college football, too, and a lot of the athletic directors around the country. Um, I don't know really about Division three schools or like small Division one schools like your school, Towson. But I'm seeing like Penn State, USC, like big schools like that are talking about trying to have a spring season where basically they wouldn't even play the season in the fall. Um, I know there are already a lot of talks about having, um, what was it, a lot of the non-conference games that a teams have being canceled and just playing their normal conference games and then just doing the college playoff. And there probably wouldn't be as many bowl games as there are every year, that kind of stuff. But uh at the same time, even if they do change it to the spring, the thing that's crazy about that is, is like I've seen things that the NFL already said that they're not moving the draft date. So that draft would be in the, uh, like in the 20s of April, like it is every year. So like how would that work if the season's in the spring and you're going to play for a national championship, but you got to take a week or two off because you got, you're trying to get drafted in the NFL. Like I don't really understand how that would work, but I don't know. What was your take on that? 
Yeah, I mean, with the draft, if that like if that were to take place and they did play a spring season, the only thing about it is I feel like if it had to come down to that, we would probably still be in a world where the virtual draft like took place this year would be that. So I feel like they wouldn't have to take much time away in order for that to happen. Obviously, like they'd have the combine that they'd have to go to, but I mean, I feel like it could definitely be done. It would probably be really weird to have to get drafted and then have to keep playing your college football, but because I mean, it's always been you're done, like you've done with college football for good. And as soon as you walk across that stage and get your hat and your jersey or get that phone call, then you made it. Yeah, I, um, yeah, I, I agree with you for sure. It's definitely a, a difficult kind of thing, but uh, I don't know. It's just crazy to think because I feel like it would more turn into not even the competitive side. It would turn into like most of these big top D1 schools. All these kids are more worried about just putting on for the draft and trying to get their uh, draft stock up a little bit instead of actually trying to compete for a national championship. So, I mean, I know that's not true because I, I mean, I, my last podcast I had, I had uh, Jamie on Franklin from Notre Dame on, and he was telling me, like, he obviously would love to play in the NFL one day. I hope it happens for him. He's a great kid. But uh, his first goal is winning a national championship, and I know there's a lot of guys that are like that. But I feel like deep down, if that happens, a lot of these guys that know they have a chance of getting the league know that this season's already messed up anyways. I know you only get four years to play in college your entire life, but I don't know. I just think it might turn into a little bit of just guys trying to more worried about getting drafted rather than actually trying to compete for a national championship. That's another thing. Like if the draft happens before they would be playing in the national championship, like those kids that made it to the league, why would they even keep playing? Exactly. You got a great point there. Cause why would they want to risk getting hurt if they're already in the NFL, the goal that they're trying to make it to. I yeah. agree. 100% man. Um, but yeah, um, so hopefully the NFL season is uh, plays out. Hopefully college figures this out. I know this next year with sports is probably going to suck a little bit, but I'm sure we'll get through it. And I can't yeah. wait for everything to be back to normal. But uh, I want to start going into a little bit about what's going on with the Washington Redskins. Um, if you don't know, the Redskins are basically being pressured into changing their name because the name basically with what's going on in the world right now with a lot of race racism kind of things and like all the, like the black lives matters and stuff like that which is a great thing i i totally understand what's going on with that but i really wanted to get in with the washington redskins about what's going on with them um this is an interesting one because i i, I just don't really understand like i understand like native american people think that it's 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 uh supposed to be a I guess they consider it to be a racist term to Native Americans. But I also think, uh, I just don't understand why the Redskins would have named themselves the Redskins in 1933. I think that was the year the Redskins started. It was the same as the Steelers, I think. It was something around that, I believe. But I don't understand why they would name the team this all these years ago. I mean, I know that's 80 years ago or 90, 90 years ago, but like why they would name it that if they knew eventually maybe it, it would be considered a racist term. I just don't really understand. I don't know. What do, what do you think about it? I don't know. I feel like obviously, like I feel like when they were thinking about that, the, I mean, obviously the world was so different almost 100 years ago. Right. 
and like that kind of stuff just kind of got overlooked for so long and now that it's all coming to a head and we're experiencing what we're experiencing now with like the black lives matter movement and all this like racial slandering pretty much that's going on around the world i think that it is definitely a time for change but i also am one that like i enjoy sticking to what we know and sticking to history and i think it would be such a drastic change for them to make after making such a large and extensive history for themselves under that name yeah i i agree and it's just like i understand people's frustration but the only thing that just like it bothers me a little bit is that the Redskins just have so much history. I know we're not Redskins fans, but, like, if I had a Redskins fan on here right now, they would tell you they're probably very disappointed. I have a couple uncles. My mom's entire family is Redskins fans, and I talked to my cousin the other day. He told me if the Redskins change their name, he's done. He's moving on. I don't know what team he'd end up like, and maybe the Ravens since it's the team in Maryland, but he said he's done with the Redskins. And I think a lot of this their fan base is going to go uh, – uh, I guess you could say literally in the toilet. No one is yeah. going to want to be a fan of this team. I feel like a lot of people are going to not like that, that they're changing. I know the Redskins have gone in decline the past 20 years on their fans anyways. Um, they haven't won a, uh, a Super Bowl in, since the 80s with John Riggins. So I don't know. Uh, I think this is really bad look. On I mean, it's a really bad thing going on for the Redskins right now. They're losing a lot of stuff. I saw uh, – three of their like owners i know dan snyder's the owner but they have like other guys that like buy like stock or whatever and or, or whatever that's called into the team have already tried to sell it so it's a really bad thing going on with the redskins right now for sure but uh yeah i was also like gonna wanted to go into it a little bit though like about other teams like i know this is kind of a long shot but like the cleveland indians would have to consider theirs um I know some people think that's racist to Native Americans. The Atlanta Braves, they do that tomahawk chop. Um, people consider as, that could be racist. Yeah, as do uh, Florida State Seminoles. Yeah. another one. Right. The Florida State Seminoles, people consider that racist. I got it right here. Uh, the Kansas City Chiefs, uh, uh, I wouldn't – I don't know. I'm personally not Native American, so I don't really know if that would upset me in any way. But it's considered to be racist, too. They're talking about if – I, I think the Redskins one is the worst because they're saying that, like, name is, like, the worst term that you can call a Native American. Yeah. But um, at the same time, if they're going to change the Indians' name, they're going to change the Bra- Braves' name, they change the Seminoles' name, and the they're probably going to change the Chiefs' name, too. So it's just crazy to think about. And, like, if you look down into it farther, the New England Patriots, the team that we talked about in the beginning that's been a dynasty for the past 20 years, their logo involves the Revolutionary War. They, there were slave owners in the Revolutionary War. Like, does that mean they have to change their name? The Dallas Cowboys. The Cowboys pushed Native Americans that we're talking about right now off of their land and killed them. <laughs> like, does that have to go? The Minnesota Vikings. The Vikings had slaves back in the day when Vikings were a thing. I'm assuming, yeah, Vikings still are a thing, right? <laughs> uh, yeah, like, well, when it, you know what I mean. Like, back, like, a long time ago, Vikings had slaves. Does that have to go? And then Houston Texans. The Texans defended the Alamo against the Mexicans and stole land from them. Like, does that have to go? Like, it's just crazy, man, like, what's going on with all these names. I know it's because of what's going on in the world right now. But I don't know, man. It's just, it's just sad to see a team's history, especially, like, if 
if I knew the Steelers had to change their name, I'd be absolutely devastated. So I feel for some of these uh, Redskins fans right now. But, I mean, if it is what it is and they got to change it, then it is what it is. But I personally think that the Redskins should be able to call the Redskins. Yeah, I mean, I I couldn't imagine going through that as a fan. Like, I've, I've in my 21 years on this earth, I could not imagine calling my hometown team anything but the Ravens. Right. And I couldn't imagine how – like, I can't even really fathom how the fans of the Redskins feel right now because they've grown – like, they're probably dads out there right now that have grown up, like, huge Redskins fans, and they love that organization, and they love their team. And to watch all of that, it like, seeming like it's about to just all come crumbling down has to be difficult. Yeah, absolutely, man. And, like, I lost my grandfather to – it's been – it's been, I believe it's been two or I think this Christmas is going to be three years, but he was the biggest Redskins fan I've ever met. And if he was still alive right now, I know he would be very, very pissed off about this. So, yeah, I, I don't know. It's just crazy to think about for sure. The world is just 2020, man. Something crazy about it this year. Yeah, we're in a time of great change, whether it be for the worse or the better, we still have yet to find out. Right. It's a, it's a great way to put it for sure. I agree with that a lot. Um, but, yeah, um, I think I basically covered everything I want to cover tonight. Will, I appreciate you coming on tonight. I know this is going to be a new thing with us. I'm excited for where this is going to go as well. Um, but, yeah, thank you again for coming on tonight. I'm sure we will be back on next week. I'm sure something's going to happen soon with the NFL again or the NBA. Oh, yeah. We start going in the NBA, too. Um, I know their training is getting ready to start. Or I think it, or it already has started. I know the, they're trying to start yeah. the season up again at the end of July. So that's July 30th, I believe. Okay. So, yeah, we'll start. We'll, we'll go. We'll try to go in the NBA next week. We'll talk a little bit about that. Um, I guess we can do some predictions on what we think is going to happen. I really like the Clippers. But uh, we'll, we'll go into more about that next week for sure. But thanks again, man, for having you on. Uh, I'm excited where this is going to go. Yeah, me too, man. I look forward to many more. All right, man. Talk to you very soon. Peace. Absolutely.